0: Welcome to Bible Bash, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. We're your host, Harrison Kehrig and Pastor Tim Mullet, and today we'll answer the age-old question, can Christians play GTA 6? Now, Tim, I'm sure that you saw, I mean, it was all over Twitter, Rockstar, I mean, everyone knew uh, Rockstar's a, ga- a game developer, a really, a really uh, popular game developer, for the GTA uh, franchise that they've been putting out for, I don't know. I mean, it's gotta be at least what, 20 years at this point. I don't, I don't know when the first one came out. That was kind of before my time. Uh, I I never was really allowed to play something like Grand Theft Auto as a kid. Um, But they, they recently released their first trailer for the game, essentially announced officially announcing that the game was in development. And that it would come out sometime in 2025, which is still a ways off, uh, especially when you consider the fact that I think the last time they put a GTA game out, it, it, it'll essentially have been 10 years by the time GTA 6 comes out. So this was a huge deal across the Internet. Everyone was looking forward, you know, everyone meaning not, not Christians necessarily, but just people in general. We're looking forward to the announcement of this game. And now that it's finally here, everyone's talking about it. But then the question, Tim, for us as Christians is to look at, you know, when we're looking at entertainment stuff in general, we need to be asking ourselves, is this something that is good for me as a Christian to do? Is it wrong to consume this entertainment product? Right, and and so that's why we're asking the question today. So, Tim, when we're looking at GTA Six, and when you look back, sort of on the franchise as a whole, what what is your response as a Christian to that franchise?
1: (laughs) I mean, we we obviously weren't allowed to play (laughs) (laughs) play these games either, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just like, hey, um, it really doesn't take a whole lot of Christian sensibility to understand that if you have a game that's centered around stealing stuff, then that probably isn't (laughs) the kind of thing that most most Christians should even be participating in in general, right? So meaning meaning I I don't think that a whole like you I don't think that you need complex theological arguments from the Bible to come up with the idea that Christians in general shouldn't be encouraged to role play sin. That's just uh That's something that it, I know that this is like a difficult concept for some people to grasp or whatever. But then, like this is kind of foundational to a Christian worldview: is that there's more components to a moral action than just the act itself. Okay. Yeah. So, so meaning, like, when when you think about the way the Ten Commandments actually work, you have covetousness being the tenth commandment, and like in the command not to covet, you shouldn't even desire what belongs to your neighbor uh, so like you shouldn't de- desire your neighbor's wife his house or you know his house his property his ox his whatever else Me- meaning that you know like there's there's this whole category in the bible of you can train your desires to love evil right or you can train your desires to love good and so then like the whole idea of having a category of a game that's centered around you committing a vice for the Christian like what you should understand that like what's that what's actually happening there is you're just training your desires to enjoy doing this thing that you're told not only not to do but not to like to do does that make sense yeah so so I mean you have that component to it like the, and that's just kind of an obvious right on the right on the page kind of thing that's related to the topic in general but then I mean this You know, one of the reasons that Christians reacted to it when it first came out was, you have the premise of the game is you basically just like you can go out and you can role play whatever kind of evil you want, and a lot of it is centers around you know killing cops, shooting cops, you know, that kind of stuff, stealing stuff, uh, being you know an underground like uh, street thug essentially, and so you're you're glorifying certain pathological cultures that really Christians should want to fundamentally distance themselves themselves from anyways and your role is just to kind of be a straight tough uh, going out perpetrating evil basically just
0: doing drugs getting getting drunk (laughs) so you have the
1: drugs you have the sex you have the killing cops you know running people over you know so I mean basically it's just a game that's centered around giving you the freedom to to fantasize about sin (laughs) yeah like and then and then you know we you have the audacity to pretend like that's like a morally neutral thing right <laughs> so like uh-huh. it's, somehow it's like morally neutral for you as a christian just because it's not real like it's not real then therefore it doesn't count but it's like i mean you know, i've played role playing games before and you know there's something in me that doesn't really want to be the bad character in the role playing games yeah like you know just like i know it's not real but just because it's not real doesn't mean i want to train my desires in such a way that you just like kill random people for no reason you know you just stand there and you know pull out your sniper rifle or whatever blow their head off and then laugh about it it's like there's something a little bit sadistic about that that's not i mean you're not training your character in a good way you're training your character in an evil way And so people, they, they do need to be able to make basic distinctions along those lines. So, I mean, if you think about like a typical war game that you're going to play and this people can't make, what, what happens is people can't make these basic distinctions, but I mean, if you're playing some sort of war game where you're the good guy in the story who is trying to fight evil, that's a very different thing then training sure. yourself to be the bad guy in the story, <laughs> right? <laughs> role playing all right. the vices. And then, you, you know, so like violence, like, like the idea of violence is almost, I mean, there, you can have a whole discussion about vi- like the, the place of violence in a video game uh, in general. So like, if you're, you know, you're, you're playing Halo or something and you're role playing, like shooting the aliens who have come to kill you, like, there's not like a, like you're, you're, taking on this role of trying to defend, you know, the world from a threat, <laughs> right? Right. But what you're not doing in that moment is training yourself to take on like a role of, man, I'm going to just harm people, steal from them, murder them, you know, and then visit prostitutes and whatever else. Like that's like a totally different kind of moral thing that's ha- that's happening there, right? So.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think one thing, and, and I remember having to think through this for myself when I was, when I was trying to wrestle with, with all of these ideas that we're addressing here in this episode. But, you know, one thing you have to ask yourself is, Hey, why is it that you're willing to do when you look at a game like GTA, for example, where, you know, sometimes, sometimes the most fun people have in that game is when they just run around and blow up every single person they can find. Right. Um, And just like trying to find the most creative ways to kill as many people as possible. And so, so at some point you have to ask yourself, Hey, what, what is so fun about this to me and take it, take it a step further than that. Hey, why am I doing this in the video game? Well, because I know that there's not any real consequences for it. Right. There's no consequences for me doing any of this stuff. But then I think you do have to ask yourself, well, hey, what if it was, what if there wasn't any consequences for it in real life? Would you treat it the same way? I mean, would you, would you be doing the same thing? And I don't think you can just out, I don't think you can just immediately brush that off and say no, Um, because there's no, I mean, what proof do you have? Right. What, what proof do you have? I mean, you don't have any, you have proof that you would do the opposite actually. And I, and I get, you know, I get may, maybe some people think that there's an argument for, uh, well, Hey, I, I can, I can make the distinction that these aren't real people, right? This is just a video game. And I can make the distinction between video game and real life. But then like, I mean, I guess my question at that point would just be, well, yeah, but for how long,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I asked a we, we asked a poll about GTA on that, and then I asked another one about you know what if what if the pagans were to make a video game about a southern, you know, white plantation owner <laughs> who basically owns his slaves, <laughs> you know, so uh, like and just like imagine the Grand Theft Auto premise like being applied uh, to the southern white plantation. Dude, owner. I can
0: I can differentiate between real life. And a video game. But I mean, imagine, (laughs) yeah,
1: imagine like the premise at that point would be that you just go up and randomly stab your slaves if you want to, or beat them, you know, you have like, uh, like you just beat them whenever you want to. And then, you know, like you have the whole sexual themes applied to all that. And it's just like all the stereotypical stuff in the, in the abolitionist literature. It's just like, this is just an, this is a this is a moment for you to take out all of your sinful inclinations on these pretend slave people or something like that. It's like, I think everyone at that point, I mean, most, most normal people who would have some sort of moral self-awareness to say, yeah, that probably isn't very good. You know, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, I don't think you're necessarily training your heart in a way that would be honoring the Lord. in that moment, like, I mean, I, that sounds kind of racisty, you know. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like, meaning, yeah. like,
1: do you, you like, hey, why, like?
0: You might be a little bloodthirsty, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do
1: you just hate black people? Is that why you're wanting to? Like, why would you even? Jo- why? What part of this is enjoyable to you? you? Right. Just going up and like randomly shooting a slave, beating a slave, whipping a slave. What's What is enjoyable about that to you? Like, what What about you is drawn to that? Um, like, do you have some animosity in your heart towards? Uh, black people is that what you're doing you know so i mean we have we have this kind of moral intuition in other areas but then if that's the premise related to cops is that good <laughs> <You know? laughs> or just random citizens that are standing there right like if that's like the whole premise yeah, innocent of, people yeah just like, like you're kind of training yourself to be sadistic and bloodthirsty and crim- like what you, you, the Bible tells you you need to love good and hate evil, and what you're doing is you're you're taking these evil desires in your heart and then you're giving them expression in like a fantasy world but i mean that's like essentially that's the problem of lust right <laughs> like, yeah like I mean that's the thing right so I mean like you don't even have to get you don't even have to talk about the prostitution elements and everything else. I mean, those should be a lot more clear, even though they aren't to a certain kind of person. I mean, just, yeah, you're going to role play, visit a prostitute. And then you're going to say, Hey, it's fine because it's just, she's not real or something. It's like, well, I don't think you're doing anything good for your heart there. And, um, like, I think you're just training your heart in lust. And so in the same way, like there is a whole category in the Bible of being bloodthirsty (laughs) yeah, and, you know, being filled with violence and, you know, evil and iniquity and and everything else. And so, like, are you that, like, what do you think you're doing here? You're training yourself in revenge. You're you're training yourself in bloodthirsty, like, kind of habits and practices. And you're taking your anger out on inanimate objects. And, you know, I mean, maybe even worse than that, like, if you're not mad when you're doing it, if you find it funny, like there's something really wrong with you to, that you would think that that would be funny just to harm people right yeah like yeah. just go up to people and shoot them and harm them i mean you're you're doing violence to your heart and to your conscience in these moments and it, it, so you know i just i don't i don't think i mean can you imagine jesus sitting down and saying oh yeah let's play the slave owner game you know that'd be fun <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the slave owner game. well I think people would have a pretty visceral reaction to anyone who who publicly claimed that they you know if there was like a hypothetical slave owning GTA si- version of GTA 6 or something I, I think most people would have a pretty visceral reaction to someone who said they enjoyed playing that game because it allowed them to you know beat their slaves and they thought that was funny right
1: Yeah, about the only way you could imagine that anyone like would maybe justify it is if it were like, you you know, the Nazi hunter game or something, right? Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) To where, like, the premise is to go and take out the the Nazis or whatever. But then, at least in that kind of worldview, and I'm I'm not saying that the same kind of thing couldn't happen there but in the nazi sandbox kind of game or whatever else at least like there would be some kind of sense in which you're stopping evil you're not the evil person yourself right uh-huh
0: <laughs> like yeah. in
1: that way so like wh- who wants to role play like being the kind of person that the bible says no murderer has eternal life abiding in them outside of the dogs the murderers you know and all that like why do you want to role play that like what good is that doing you at all right and and wow. i can't really think of anything that's good about it like and, and like to the extent to which you're finding some sort of enjoyment out of it it is just like a massive indictment on you as a person right so i mean part mm-hmm. part of it's that and then i mean part of it's just like you you take like um the bible says whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is, whatever is good if there's anything excellent if there's anything praiseworthy you think about these things and what you're doing is you're taking like the the worst elements of society and you're putting them on display. And I mean, you know, I wouldn't even encourage people to watch the trailer to
0: this. Oh yeah. It's bad. It's bad.
1: I wouldn't even encourage, I wouldn't encourage anyone to watch that. I mean, it's just like any more than I would encourage them to watch a rap video. Mm. I mean, and it's just like degeneracy on display. It's just like, if you want to, if you want to teach a society how to self-destruct, then This is how you teach a society how to self-destruct. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, I I think there's an element where it's just like glorifying violence, it's glorifying anarchy, it's glorifying vices. You know, and now the the reaction people have to it is like, hey, you know, it's not glorifying these things. This is a self-aware, you know, satire of these things to where… Like it's actually poking, like it's a it's character, like it's a caricature of like these subcultures or whatever else that are destructive in these ways, like ghetto culture is like a caricature of, of these things, and it's meant to poke fun, and it's meant to be like a like making fun of the people who would play this game, and it's like a self-aware saf- satire and all that, and it's like no, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't I don't see what the caricature is. Just watch a rap video. Like, rap videos are worse than this, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know what we're, what is like, I don't even know that it's possible to caricature like ghetto culture, you know? You know what I mean? Like, just like look at a rap video and you'll see that this is not like far off from that. Like, this is, like, there, this is reality here that that we're portraying. And I just, yeah, I just think, do you want, um, what, what do you, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, and, and what about you is drawn to, role-playing this kind of thing and so i i don't i don't understand why like there's like a person who has the spirit of god in them wouldn't just be utterly repelled by Mm -hmm. like the thought of just randomly going around and shooting people and running people over and you know killing cops and whatever else and visit prostitutes i mean it's just like come on just do something better with your time
0: now I do now I do want to ask you about this as well because there's another franchise that Rockstar is is now really famous for creating and that's the the Red Dead Redemption series. I don't know if you're any familiar I with that not series any, but, um, my, but it it's essentially in in terms of the way the game works, it's essentially the same as uh the gta games have been or or at least the the more recent ones um but the difference is you know the settings obviously different so you're playing as like a um a cowboy Mm -hmm. right at the turn right before the turn of the century i think and or maybe right after it's some you know like right around the the end of the 18 um 1800s and in both games, you're you, like I said, you're playing a, a cowboy who, who's essentially an outlaw. He's evil. He's he's doing evil things or robbing trains, robbing banks, robbing people, killing people, all this stuff. But then both games are essentially presented in like a uh, I mean, it's Red Dead Redemption, right? So so they're presenting these characters as they're, they're sort of conflicted characters who over the course of the game sort of realize what's going on is wrong. Right. And and the things that they're doing is wrong and, and it's self-destructive, but for the majority of the game, they are still participating in all of those things. Right. And uh, so they're so you're still robbing the trains. You're still robbing the banks, murdering people, lying to people, um, all of this stuff. But then typically, you know, uh, assuming, I mean, you can kind of make some choices. There's like a morality system where you can either be like an evil guy who just goes all in, or you can be like the, the good guy who, who who does isolated good deeds along the way. And if you've done enough of them, then you get a different good ending, right? And in the good endings, uh, or at least in the second game, at least the, in the good ending, you're sort of this guy who realizes, hey, all, all this stuff ever got me was a bunch of uh, a bunch of destruction, you know, like my life is ruined. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to die now. Um, all my friends have betrayed me or they've left me or I've killed them or gotten them killed. And he sort of realizes, Hey, I, w- I was in the wrong, um, you know, and, and you're kind of like there, there's another character you're kind of pushing to be, say, Hey, like, Hey, turn from this life. There's a better life out there. Go pursue that. so, so made by the same developer you're doing, you're doing evil things. The majority of the game, I would say probably, you know, somewhere between 75 and 85% of the game is you do uh, at least the main game is you doing evil things. Would you view, but then at the end of it, your character is sort of realizing, Hey, this isn't right. Right. So so it's a redemption in that way. And your mind is that, (laughs) <laughs> and, and I would, and I'll also add, there's not nearly, I mean, there's, there's not nearly as much sexual stuff in the game at all. There's honestly, I, I don't, I don't know if there is any actually, um, now that I'm thinking about it. But with all that being said, in your mind, is that, is that different? Or is, is that the same? Because you're still participating in all of those evil things. It's just not being glorified to the same degree
1: yeah but I, I think you have problems with role-playing games that are different kinds of problems than are problems with stories in general meaning like with, with the idea of like a role-playing game is that you're self-identifying with the character in a certain sense and you're sure. you're performing the actions over and against, like if you were to read a novel along those lines about you know the guy who is committing all these evils there, there, there is like a distance from the person in that you're not like
0: you're not you're you're just hearing the story right, right right so
1: there's some sort of even if it's like written like first person or whatever like that you you're not um the one who is executing the acts yourself you know in that way and so i mean that's that, that's kind of a feature of role playing games just a little bit different than as a genre uh with other games in general but i mean i i i I, because we're parents and we have young kids i mean you know this is one of the problems that we have with you know stupid shows like daniel tiger or something like that (laughs) is that you like you have like a cartoon where the whole entire time you have a bunch of fussy whiny kids who like they spend the whole episode fussing and then, you know, in the last two minutes of the show, there's like some kind of lesson from that. And it's like, well, do you really want your kids to watch that? Like, do you really want them to spend, you know, 28 minutes listening to kids misbehave in the worst possible way? And do you really expect them to like grasp the message at the end of it like the two minute message of oh well like (laughs) yeah you know now that's something with kids i mean obviously kids are not adults and everything else but you know what is the net result of that kind of encounter right well the net result of that kind of encounter is you're just training your kids to watch people fuss for fuss and complain and whine or whatever for you know for the vast majority of the show and hope they get that little thing at the end that little nugget at the end or something so i mean that's that's true there but then i think that you know that I, I, so, I mean, I think there's some sense in which, like, as Christians, you need to think, look, how much, like, do you really want to take a bath in filth for some kind of redemptive moment at the end? Like, how much filth do you really want to wade in? And, and you know, I, I don't know enough about the game to even comment on, like, what kind of filth you're wading into and everything else, uh, with, with all that. Yeah, but then... Like, do you do you really just need to take a bath in depravity? Is that like the best thing to do for you? And so, and I think a lot of um, a lot of God's standards on these areas are a lot higher than what we probably think. You know, and the Bible says like making the best use of the time because the days are evil. And so, how much of like your life do you really want to devote to, you know, role playing evil? Because sure, maybe there's a yeah. positive like, message at the end of it. It's like, well, I think you could probably get that message in a lot of different ways. And did that really do for you what you think it, like, was that the best way to get that little message at the end? Did it redeem it all? You know, did it redeem it in that way? So, you know, I don't, I don't know enough probably about that one to comment other than just to say that I think in general, the more that Christians, when they are interacting with role-playing games and. Like you, you, do have to realize that, like, particularly the the kind of games that give you significant freedom to do a bunch of evil stuff. Yeah, you know, like the Bible is calling you to a different kind of standard, and right. Yeah, I don't know how much you really want to train your heart to, like, be carrying out these sinful acts, and then say, "Hey, like, I'm going to distance myself from it because it's not like real" or something like that. I, you. Know, so, I mean, I think that there's a lot of things that you can do in the context of like video games in general to where that, that, that don't involve any sin on your part. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or even acting out sin or role-playing sin or whatever else. Like there's, you know, I mean, just think about all of your classic games, like, you know, Mario or whatever else. I mean, like you have some sort of noble purpose. You're fighting some sort of evil. You're like, so the whole plot isn't centering around you. Sinning, <laughs> you know, with impudence right. yeah. and committing evil, like you, you know, there's some sort of fantasy story that's set up in some sort of way, but then you're supposed to be like the good guy in the equation. You're not just like the the evil guy that's just harming people, kicking people. And I think you know, you you just like if you want, you, you train yourself that way, and you know, don't be surprised if like you're running contrary to the sanctification that God's trying to work in you for sure.
0: Okay. Well, fair enough. I think that's a good place for us to wrap up the conversation, and and I, I do think it it's obviously good to think about the entertainment that we're interacting with in general, right? Just because our society's constantly pushing entertainment down our throats, and you know we're probably consuming way more than we are ever supposed to or meant to consume as individuals, uh, just because it's so prevalent, it's worshipped. Uh, it's, it's esteemed so highly in our culture, and so we definitely have to be really intentional with what we're actually consuming, um, uh, considering the fact that we understand this life is more than just meant to satisfy you know, our desires, our, our material desires, right? We're meant, we're, we're meant to glorify God in everything we do with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We're meant to worship the Lord. Right. And so that, that means looking at the things that you're, you're watching the things that you're reading, the games that you're playing, whatever it is, and asking yourself, am I honoring the Lord by, by, you know, interacting with this. Right. So that's definitely something we as Christians need to think through. Um, With all that being said, we appreciate you guys for listening to us week in and week out, interacting with us online. If you want to follow us on our social media, Uh, platforms you can do that we've got links to all those down in the description and we also have a link uh, for our patreon down in the description where you can go to support us financially if you want to you can also support us by liking the video commenting on the video subscribing to our youtube channel subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen and uh, giving us a five-star review too those are free ways that you can uh, help support us and they really do go a long way and getting us out there for more people to hear us and and, um, interact with us as well. So we certainly appreciate that and we'll catch all you guys on the next one. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. I'm mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.